guys, word of advice. Speaking as a former baby, don't get too hung up on baby names. I was named Walter Jr. after my father until I was about six or so, when my parents changed their minds. I thought you said your uh, younger brother's name was Walter Jr. Well, my brother was born, and my parents felt he better exemplified the Walter Jr. name, so they gave it to him. I was given Andrew, which they got out of a baby book. And then years later, um, you were named Weasel because of all the Weasley shit you do. (laughs) And then in response, (laughs) I was named the Snake. Snake, Yeah, because you're the fucking Snake. And this is the Weasel Snake Podcast Podcast 21. Don't call it a comeback. Don't don't call it a comeback. As a a wise man, L. Cool J once said, the Snake is back. Yeah, 21. Uh, 21. 21, 21. 21. um, Shout out, Savage. I returned from COVID. Wow, wow. I'm alive. Um, COVID, COVID. You know, it was tough. You know, you know, I still can't taste shit or, or smell shit. But you know what? I lived. Everyone wear a mask. Please, yeah. for God's sake, wear a mask. Be healthy. Spread, yeah. Be healthy um, and spread um, love, not uh, infectious diseases. So yeah. mask up. <laughs> um, but um, we're back with some football here. We're back yeah, with football, football. here. Um, the, that uh, being said... Yeah, you want to continue? Yeah, you keep going. Um, no, I, I was going to give you some props for the weasel's nest. You know, I'm, I listened. Um, you know, it was bittersweet because, you know, obviously I wanted to be here. Yeah. But you know what? Like, I, I love the ensemble. I love that we had the treehouse gang. Um, you <laughs> yeah, know. it's true. Everyone's there. Yeah. And a little Ricky Ticky. You know uh, yeah, um, um, a little pukey Ricky, if you know, you know, PR. Yeah, yeah if it's a long way to the top, if you want to Rick and Rush. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I, I liked it. Um, so do you want to say anything before I, I, I get into the trade? Yeah, um, obviously it's been a couple of weeks since we've done a podcast. We've kind of fast-forwarded two playoffs in our current situation, so we kind of skipped over the past couple of weeks, obviously, with the snake getting COVID. Yep, right. And with the holidays coming through, especially with Thanksgiving being recently. Happy uh, Happy Thanksgiving, by the way, yep, yep. from us to Happy you. Turkey Day. Yeah, Happy Turkey, even though it's a little late. Um, yeah, sure. So, obviously, we've just fast-forwarded to playoffs, and uh, here we are. So, but before then, the big com- controversy before that was the trade, and here we are with the snake now that you're up to date. Yeah, um, so recap of the trade was I gave Christian McCaffrey and Michael Thomas um, <clears throat> to diabetes boy Jake, the best team in the league, um, and I got back <laughs> Stefan Diggs. And um, Saquon Barkley. Um, so everyone can slap Dick um, <laughs> because McCaffrey hasn't played at all. Um, and, and, and Diggs is still a top five uh, receiver. Can I ask a question? Real Please. Quick? I'm sorry. Yeah, how many, in the, since the trade, how many times has Stefan Diggs outscored Michael Thomas? I can, I can answer. Zero. <laughs> so you still lost the trade even if it's a head-to-head wide receiver. No, but but no one understands. I mean, the no, trade no, value, you know the, the, key, the keeper value is also the very important. Value. I wasn't going to make the playoffs anyways. You know, you know that. Yeah, I I did the math myself. I, I I did some research, went behind the scenes. You know, I came a little prepared. And I don't care what fucking ensemble of my team I would have had. Um, if I had either done that trade or not done that trade, I'd be sitting here, um, fighting to keep my ass out of the chaps. Um, anyways, so honestly, that being said, I'd rather have a good keeper coming out of that than not, because the result would have been no different. Would have been no different. So I mean. Um, well, you could have had Michael Thomas and Christian McCaffrey for your final games to make sure that you wouldn't have been in the circle. Uh, I you still could be in the circle. I mean, spoilers, I had 142 this week, so I don't. I didn't, I didn't need them. But, 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 but we'll get to that. 
And you know what? I, I'm, I just I took so much fucking flack for this trade. Everyone said, oh, I don't get why you would do that. Veto. Yeah, yeah. Y'all can slap it. You know I, what? We all understood. It was just breaking the system a little bit of what keeper leagues and how they could scar the playoffs. Because if you do just trade away your keepers after you know you're not going to make your playoff, or you trade for keepers, you could really stack a team in what you did with Jake. Not yeah. saying it, everyone wouldn't do it when their back's against the wall when they need to have a good keeper. Yeah. But that being said. I feel, and and, and uh, hear me out, too. Um, I, I do. That's my fault this time. That wow. has never happened before. I'm so sorry. I get, um, I get one freebie now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no, but I, I did want to talk about it too that that um that for this trade, fuck that that I blew off my train of thought there. Um, I was gonna say something about the trade. <laughs> um, wow, that's terrible. Look at the snake. Oh no, 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 no. He, here's yeah. what it was. I, I um I totally forgot about that. That um I really did think that the trade deadline was a week before. Um, so, so, uh, <laughs> um, I know I traded two Jake, one Diggs had a buy and like, I wanted to, to, to just like defend that in a shitty way, which this is a fucking terrible excuse. Yeah. I mean, uh, after it's been like almost a month later, it is, it is, but you know what? I'm like, I'm, I was silenced. My voice wasn't able to be heard, um, on a podcast with my fucking name on it. So, so, you know, I just wanted to make sure I got on here. It's true. It's true. And defended myself. You know, so if I knew the trade deadline was the week after I would have beat Jake. First of all, um, and then I mean, like it could have been different. It, it could like, have been different. But if I waited one week, then then, then I mean that could have made a difference. So I, I just want to put it out there because everyone was saying, "Oh, we should have waited a week." I would have waited a week, but I fucked up. So <laughs> you know what? Well, uh, like so, yeah, that's really what it comes down to. It would have been a better trade if you uh, were on top of it a little bit more. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but that being said, um, I am uh, out of the playoffs. And that being said. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna. I mean, oh God. Yeah, you're out of the playoffs. I mean, do you want to get into it now? I mean, I really wanted to touch in about how, really quick, about how there's been a lot of problems in this league and how you touch about how you're not not really uh, into it, even though it was a slip up, and how you don't you were always into it usually. But how yeah, we yeah. slip up? I think we should be upping the pot next year to a. Oh please! Yeah, I think that's a big conversation for like one of the last podcasts. Of the year. No, no, dude. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. At the at the the, the postseason fucking sip and smoke. Bro. Yeah. Um. No. Um. Uh. The, the commissioner said he has a running ballot and tally of things that we can go over. Like he sent me a list, and, right. and like like it's got a lot of shit on it, and a lot of shit that that's really gonna be able to like like fine tune our league. Um. And it's something that everyone wants, and then like. Something a little different too, you know. Like it's not going to be just like a vanilla like, like ESPN defaults like settings kind of league, which I like, and we've talked about that. You know, like I feel like time and time again we talk about how like, we want to kind of make it our own and shake it up and make it different every year. So I'm telling you, like there is a fucking ballot of things that that we're going to be able to vote on. So. And and that's on there, bro. Like upping the pot, like like divisions. Like we yeah. talked about kickers, about IDP. So a lot of different kind of stuff. And I was actually playing Fortnite, lol. Fortnite <laughs> with Teddy. Today. Yeah, it's back. Yeah, today. Go back on. like yeah. the McRib. It's back. It's back. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. It's McBag. <laughs> McFortnite. All right. McFortnite. <laughs> all right, all Double right. pump is so OP. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I was talking to him, and he was saying how, like, we should drop defenses and even drop kickers. And I said, honestly, we should be focusing our game on, like, single-player bases. And so it's more about searching and finding more skilled players and actually knowing the game, not just luck with the lineup. Because I have to understand that Jake, Nick, and Brandon – are probably the three most uneducated person in our fo- uneducated people in our football league about fantasy about fantasy in my opinion right okay, and I that's see. no side to that it's just simply like they we we all know and 
have been watching the sport for a while. And this was a big year for Jake. It was a big year for Jake, and he's an underdog, and I love it. Yeah. But I have to say, it, they were all underdogs. Nick, you would have never thought coming in a million years. And he's in the playoffs, and I'm drafting three tight Yeah, Brandon's the same way. I think actually, low-key, once we get into it, I think Brandon's going to take it all. Brandon could take you home. But and we'll, we'll, and we'll nobody would have we'll thought Nobody would have thought that those people, if you were just looking at them, would have done it. I feel you. And I mean, they were all underdogs just based off what you thought of them before the whole league. Just, like, yeah. their knowledge. I mean, like, I mean, like, we talked about Brandon with, like, all the auto-drafting thing. But, yeah, he, he had a good draft. He yeah. made good pickups. Like, like, he made that trade with Brock, which, like, got some heat at first, but it's worked out for him. And I'm getting talking to Teddy, and we're like, should we drop those guys to make it more serious? But, yeah, they're the ones winning. No. How, you can't drop those guys because they're the ones winning, or nor should you want to even consider them. This solidify. I, I, I think, I mean, like, like well, we have to see if Mike wants to stay in or not, but, 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 like, we have a solidified group of people that, that like, want to be in it and want to play and, like, are invested, yeah. which I think is what allows us to, like, tweak the league, you know, and, and like, tweak how we do it. Because if there's, like, like ever-changing people and rules, it'd be too much. But if we can keep core people, but, like, I, I think that's how we, like, make changes. Yeah. Low cool. key, I would. We almost should do like the last place person should do the lens house Earl and get kicked out for a year or what something fuck? like that. <laughs> fuck crazy. Like, really kick him out. Really get him uh, out of there. Yeah, you're like, no, like, that's like this idea that Bodhi, the fucking, the, the mongoose gave me. He's like, yeah, like, it's like a survivor league. And, and like, every year the person in the last gets killed. So then, like, after <laughs> like 12 years, it's just like, one one, it, it's just one person <laughs> left. And, 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 like, your winnings is, is your life. And, like, until all 11 of us are just dead. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah survivor's ready. Yeah. yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, you know what? Um, throw my name in the hat for, for, for the, the, the survivor option, I guess. But, <laughs> no, but, I mean, I'm mad pumped for this end of the year, so. Me too. I, I think I, I we're going to get a lot done that's going to fix the league. And I honestly think that maybe it's not ejecting people if they don't do well, but how about not being active, not setting lineups or well, well bro, uh, like like that's why I like why um like we can pick our draft order. Because if you come in last, like that's the worst punishment of them all. Is having a bad draft pick. I feel like I feel, I feel like, like I mean outside of getting fucking kicked out of the league, which right. I I don't I don't want that. Maybe the last pressure yeah. shouldn't, shouldn't get a p- keeper either. You, I feel like the fight for last place really isn't going to be hated until we do something big like the Glens Falls Circle. I think this is going to solidify. That's what I've been talking about. Right. I think I think having a punishment like we have. Oh yeah, that's probably case. Right. But, but yeah, <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But I'm saying that once we have this punishment, that people are actually going to see and how shitty it will be if um, they yeah. do lose. I I mean, so Jason's league, they do a four local mile, so they put them a four local in a Gatorade bottle. You got to drink it before the mile. See, like, that's just like not like. But that I do. I would hate. To oh, do that. I would hate to do that, but but, but, <laughs> yeah. but like I feel like it's supposed to be something that everyone's supposed to enjoy. And, like, oh, I, told, I don't know. Well, everyone if I would can enjoy have their own punishment. Everyone can have their own punishment. Yeah. They can do whatever they want. But that's what I'm saying. Is no, no, I know what you're saying. We need something that's feared by the whole group, so it makes them want to win. Makes them want to try. Dude, I, I feel I feel like we really talked this Glen Falls Circle thing into existence. Uh, I do. Like, <laughs> like 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 I I I think that like this is gonna be fucking hilarious. Yes, yeah, the snake for the circle. Dude, 2021 by the time we'll know, yeah. Dude, it would be honestly poetic justice if I created the punishment and then had to do it. You know what's crazy? And I think this is a great way to just jump right into it. We should go over match. Should we run over what happens in the games before? And then we can run into what the overall playoff projection is going to look like. Um, Let's just give some kind of like like introductions to, to... to like all the teams that, that are pretty much going to make the playoffs, you know, like 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 uh, like last couple weeks, like like kind of like story of like like what they've been up to, you know, because 
Um, because I think it's interesting. So, like, let's start with um, Diabetes Boy Jake. Yeah. Um, Obviously was the favorite after the trade. Michael Thomas doing more than Stefan Diggs did on his team. But, but the, that being said, though, I mean, like, I feel like his team has had um, some down weeks. Yes, he's still 9-3, which is honestly still considerably pretty good. And down weeks is correct. I mean, he limps in a bit. He I have to look in. at D-Hop being one of the best receivers in the game the last three weeks, 19-10. Or let's do five weeks, 19-10-10-26-6. Yeah, yeah. so, so he, he has the, the 20 and the, and the 27. But other than that, two 10s and a 6, not yeah. great. Um, he had he had Josh Allen on a bye, so that hurt. And then you go over to Decaf, who's been a freaking beast. 13-28, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yes, yeah, I mean, yeah. They're not being they're not getting over fifteen points consistently like they were in the beginning when it was nineteens, twenties, all across the board. Yeah. That's where that's the price of having a wide receiver core team. No, facts. but that being said, with Christian McCaffrey maybe coming back, that could change his lineup. But yeah. as of right now, he's still hurt. Well, well um, especially like he's really needing the running backs now because um, Jacobs. Um, for the Raiders, his, um, was out. Um, he had Ronald Jones on a bye. Um, so then he had to start Lev Bell, who, I mean, has been getting better, but he's not, like, a startable option in exactly. my, like, and yeah. that, or shouldn't be a starting at, at, at a one or two running back for him right now. Right. Um, and then Kenyon Drake, who, I mean, he, he's played well the last two weeks, for sure. Um, so that's not too bad, but then adding McCaffrey in there is going to m- make it a whole lot different. Um, like, on paper, his team is elite. Um, um, like, I mean, like, let's, let's just go through it now. I mean, Josh Allen. Um, who was a top five quarterback? Um, uh, McCaffrey, who when he's playing is probably a top two. Probably him and Kamara probably top yep. two. Yeah. Um, and then it's either Jacobs or, or Kenyon Drake, which you know, like not bad. But then it's the receivers. It's, we've been talking about it all year. Um, uh, fucking Metcalf is, is a top three. Um, D Hop is a top five, yeah. and then even Michael Thomas has been starting to pick it up. I mean, he had twenty. Um, he's at twenty nine and twenty in his last three weeks. So and a little I, inconsistent as well, but he's picking it up. And I do have to add, on top of his team being stacked and in our only being a keeper league, he's set up with keeping D Hop, and and if he wins, he can get the first overall draft pick and pick up Christian McCaffrey. That's what he told me he was gonna do. Verbatim. And right there, that literally is amazing. He's literally setting himself up for a great. One-two punch with his keeper, which is how you beat this league in the future. And he's going to yeah. solidify he could have the best team if people pop off like they have been for him. Yeah. And with a 9-3 record already. So, obviously, he's clearly the favorite. He's the number one seed front runner. Yeah. And, and he's set up for the future. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, um, Jake, who I feel like didn't emerge as the front runner until – probably a couple weeks in, but since then he really hasn't let it go. And I have to say this, that he's going to run into a similar problem that I have. I, for the first two years where I had like the best two records going into playoffs, yeah. it's because I had the Saquon-Michael Thomas combo for two straight years yeah. because I kept one and did the other because I had the one-two punch. And he's going to do that, but after that next year, he's going to have to switch it up. He, yep, and then he's going to run into a problem like I am, and he's he could run into a little bit of a rut. For sure, for sure. Yeah, Um. and, and less for each squad, like – we try to identify their keeper. I like that. Yeah. So, so, so I think Jake for sure, um, um, like drafted Diop in the second, um, in the draft. So he's gonna lose that pick. Like, yeah. like that's how we do all our keepers. It's like if you draft that person in, um, that round, that's the round you lose the next year if you keep them. Um, so yeah, yeah. So Jake really solid moving forward. Um, let's go to Teddy next because I feel like Teddy, like we, we kind of had him at the top, mm-hmm. um, like pretty much all year. Um, but um, like injuries and guys that aren't performing, I've really kind of like derailed the squad. You said we're going to Teddy's team next. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he um almost didn't make playoffs. 
Um, like, well, honestly, bef- can I can I say before we jump to Teddy's team? I want to. Can we look at Buses because he has a better record than Teddy? Okay, and he's All at right. the he's at the number two spot as of this week right now. Buse has battled so many Buse fucking injuries this right. year. Right, and that's why I want to go to Buse because it's honestly anyone's game with Teddy through all of us. Because this, since Buse is A and four, he obviously made the playoffs. He's a clear cut. Yeah, he's clear cut playoffs. So that being said, let's break down his team: Lamar, Gibson, Robinson, mm-hmm. Pittman, Rudolph. I mean, he, he, I mean, he's running to injuries. He's on a he's on a three game win streak, which is more than anyone else in the league. And um, I have to say this, bro: the tale of Buse's luck continues. Last year with a losing record, this year his team was good. It injury it was injury dead. Had the bad luck that he was deserving. Saquon, I mean, with, first pick in the draft, down. Down. Um, Kittle, down. He didn't have AJ Brown for a lot of the year. Lamar's not doing well. Everything is going against him. He gets waiver pickup after waiver pickup. He didn't. He what does he grab Gibson like last round? Gibson was like like eleven or twelve, yeah. which I think is probably him and Robinson is going to be his keeper. Uh, no I, doubt. I have no idea which one he should choose, and that's tough to decide. Well, which which honestly and is nice because one of those guys is going to be released into the fucking into the draft pool. Yep. Which is huge. I like that. Running backs are huge in the yeah like extra running backs, man. You're right. Well, the way that you drafted, I don't I understand completely, but to the extent where you did it as your first six picks is I know I it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. Well, I expected a trade. More, yeah, but. But he has so much running back deaths for having his star running back being out in the first week. And he had Davis because Christian Matthew was out. I mean, he's... Yeah, yeah I mean, he's he clawed. rolled Mike Davis for him. He, yeah, he clawed and he's he got his way to being the second best player and he's going to get the second bye. Oh, um, uh, honestly, look, look, this brings up an interesting conversation for after the year. So, so um, Buse um, picked up Robinson. I'm um, like, off free agents. So, so what we did... In the past, is you know, it's where the whole Darren Waller thing came from. Is that like if you have a guy from waivers, you lose your sixth round pick, which which we were doing before. Um, but then Buse, um, like our commission, you know, doing a little bit of homework. Um, he had another suggestion was that, um, like you you um, the round that you lose is that guy's ADP minus like three rounds. So like if James Robinson next year, what is ADP? Uh, um, uh, average draft position. Average um, so draft. which is it? So like ADP by like we could do ESPN or we could do like an average of all of them. Um, if his average draft position is like a first round pick, then he then Buse would lose his third or fourth round pick. pick I like whatever that. Decide, which I like better I, I, than I, the six across the board. It's true because you have people that have steals. I mean, Miles Sanders was a steal with the eighth round, and then Lamar, if he was to have popped off as he did before with the twelfth yeah. round, is a steal. And like waiver picks, like um, like can be so like like so like really effective, and then not, not as effective. So I feel like that three round buffer for for anyone down the line um, is I think it's pretty effective. You know, of course. Um, so. Um, I, I think it's interesting. Um, but but then um, I think so for Buse's keeper position, I mean, I think that that rule right there is going to like make it really interesting for him. Because yeah. he can get Gibson in the 11th or 12th, which is like absurd. But like, I mean, like, I feel like those guys always get dropped, like the, the guys that you pick up. Or he could keep um, Robinson, who I mean, going to be on a bad team, but has been a top, what, three back, um, and what's the third or the fourth? Mm-hmm. Well, like, like, I don't know. I, I, feel like, I feel like I would go Gibson, but I don't know. What do you think about that? <sighs> It's tough. I know. It is really tough. I do like his team. Uh, by the way, really side note, just as I'm looking at DJ Moore out, um, the the number two and three wide receivers for the Panthers are out. So it's only yeah. Robert Anderson and the fourth guy, who I don't even know. No, I, I thought Robbie Anderson was out too, low-key. Yeah, like that fourth guy. I don't even remember his name. But. Yeah, he's like it's Moore, Samuel, and um, Anderson are out. So they have like – I don't even know who their starters are. But yeah, it's absurd. Yeah. Um, what were you saying? Um, 
Um, but um, I mean, I think it's interesting how at, at the beginning of the year we shout out Buse for starting two tight ends oh, yeah, yeah. and then both got and then both got hurt like yeah. Kittle IR and then fucking um, Mark Andrews hurt too. Yep, which is interesting. I mean, um, I, I wonder when he got Kittle. Um, got Kittle in the third round. I think the third. Uh, okay, I mean uh, that's that, that's kind of a steep price to pay for a tight end, so probably not in. I mean, but it's also I mean debatably if you didn't have those two guys to keep, I would have chose I would have chose to keep Kittle. I mean. Yeah, it, it's having an advantage of the position each week. So it's true. I, I feel that. All right. Um. So I I feel like Buse come um like coming into the playoffs is going to be someone to be reckoned with. I don't know. I I still feel like even though his record's good, he's like he's a little bit lower in my power yeah. ranking of teams. So I think um could win. But honestly, like you really never know. It's like, true. I mean, this is a better team than he had last year when he scooted into the playoffs at six and seven yep. and won the whole goddamn thing. So you never know. All right, so um, now I want to move on to Teddy's team, but like which starts this whole fucking slew of like seven and five teams. Like yeah, yeah like, um, this playoffs came down to um, seven teams looking for six spots down to literally tonight. What like this last game? Yeah, tonight. it got absurd. Um, spoil or you know I won't even spoil it. Uh, I, I I won't even spoil who who missed the playoffs. Um, so, so um, looking at Teddy's team though, um, at, like at the beginning of the season we said Teddy's team's the best. You know, um, Zeke and Dalvin, um, Wilson and and Lockett. That stack was. Um, ended up being better than we had even thought. Um, he had what, like Robert Woods, Galladay, um, was supposed to have an insane year. Um, and you know what? Um, he he had like he's made great trades because he got he fucked he messed me up and I made a mistake with Justin Jefferson and Ty, and so he got Jefferson and get, got trade leverage to get Melvin Gordon for a backup running which back, which was huge, which, which was, was huge, huge, which is a great flex play, especially with Galladay being out. Yeah. I, I mean, but, 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 I mean, he hasn't been, like, that one team. Yeah, and, and, and I have to blame it on uh, Zeke. I mean, honestly, Zeke is, should be getting 10 points more a week. Not, I don't know how many 10-point games that he's lost. Like, you know, 10 points different. Yeah. But, I mean, he should have better players. I mean, I honestly think Evan Ingram is better than what he's doing. I mean, if you watch the Giants game against the Seahawks, there was three times where Evan Ingram dropped the ball or went through his hands. I mean, one of them turned into a pick. Poor Colt McCoy. Poor Colt. <laughs> Poor money Colt. And they went right through his hands. I'm like, dude, Evan's got to catch those balls. He's better than that. He's like a wide receiver tight end. He should be catching those tough passes because he's that good. I feel that. I, I mean, like, it really does come down to Zeke, though. I mean, like, he just definitively dropped off. I mean, he's still, like, the eight running back, which, you know, it's solid. But, I mean, he he, he definitively dropped off when Dak got hurt. It's true. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I feel like I, I'm – like after that, it's been really different for him. Um, like Dalvin has been an absolute god. Um, and you know what's funny? I, I have to pat myself on the back because in like in the beginning, in in the in the in the pre-draft special, first episode of this podcast, mm-hmm. um, you, you asked the question because um, Dalvin was a second-round keeper. Is is Dalvin Cook worth a second-round pick? And you know what I said to you? I said I don't think he's just worth a first-round pick. I think he could be the best running back in fantasy this year. And, he, and he's here, so you know what? Yeah. I get a lot wrong. God damn it, I do. <laughs> I, I'm like, I, I'm, I, I really should have taken a lap pretty much every week. But you know what? I'm you got ta- that one right. I'm taking that shit to the bank, bro. I'm taking that shit to the fucking he's bank. Honestly, been popping out. He's a great running back. He's elite, been nuts. Elite, bro. Um, and and the um the Wilson Lockett stack is absolutely out of control. I mean, um, Wilson's the number three. Um, quarterback Lockett's the number seven wide receiver. Um, I mean, the only thing about Lockett is he he is anchored by a couple big weeks. Right. Um, I mean, the, obviously the glaring fucking fifty-five bomb was huge. He had a thirty-eight in there. Um, he had a twenty-one, and then you know, um, like 
He is hovering around 20, but he did throw in a 6, an 8, a 7, an 8, and a 5. So that's like probably like a third of his weeks are duds. But like on the other hand, he's literally putting up like league-winning numbers. So right. like Teddy's team um, could go out there and win it all. Um, I mean, Robert Woods sneakily sneaks up and is the – is the tenth um, is the tenth overall overall wide receiver? So I mean, what he's got um, two top ten wide receivers, um, two top eight running backs, a top three quarterback. Um, I mean, so we'll see. I don't know. Like, what's your take on Teddy's team? I, like, I think it's still great. I think it's obviously contender. He always talks so down to his team, but I'm looking at it, and it's every single one played to their ability that they should be. Like, I'm telling you, Zeke's better than 13 points. He is. Evan Ingram's better than seven. I mean, the Bears' defense is low-key better than negative two. Not that the defense plays a role, but yeah. I mean, everyone else played decent. I mean, he did drop 113. Russell should have dropped more than 15 than he did last week. I mean, I'm just going off based off what last week numbers are. I feel you. I feel you. And I, I think his team's good. I mean, with, with the stack with Wilson Lockett, like you said, is insane. That's 40 points plus maybe 50, maybe even 60. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? 70 doesn't sound freaking nuts either. I sound like freaking Jim and Dwight, but that's it's true. Yeah. And then you got Elliott, which you get 25 right there. You're already hovering around 100. And then Dalvin Cook, who's proven to drop over 50. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. And he's he, through, he you through four players that's, that could drop 150 through four. And then you got Robert Woods, who, who could drop another 25. And then Melvin Gordon, who could drop another 25. The kids' yeah, team's I mean, stacked. The, like the squad on paper looks great. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just um, it really comes down to to all the guys clicking at the same time, and then Zeke. Low key, what fantasy football is all about? Hoping your guys can click. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all luck, especially when you have the best players. Like you know, they're gonna pop off, but it's just a matter of when they pop off and if they all pop off at the same. And time. how much they pop off for. And like, if you're facing someone else, like yeah. um, who's who's going off even more, you know? But because I mean, I feel like. Um, I'm t- I always, I, I've always been talking about it through this pod, bro. I've been saying once we push playoff, they're going to go to their key guys. These key guys are going to pop off. 30-point games are going to happen. I'm saying it. League winners are, are You see um, how you, you see how intense, bro. You see how intense. Giants-Seahawks game was intense. Yeah. Washington. Washington-Pittsburgh. Those games were intense. They're going to throw to their best players. Yeah. They're going to. No, I feel you. I mean, like, they use their weapons later in the season like this for sure. Um, So for Teddy, I mean, who, who's his keeper? I mean, um, I was looking at it. I think you got Lockett in like the sixth. That's huge. I think you could get keep keep that. I'll actually pull it up real quick so I can see who he drafted off the bat. Um, um, I can see being Lockett. He got um, Woods with the with the fifty first pick. Um, oh well, yeah, yeah, but Lockett was the forty sixth. Yeah, I mean, if he could snag Lockett like that, or I mean, even wherever he got Russell Wilson. He got Lockett in the fourth. He got Robert Woods in the fifth. He got Wilson in the sixth. I mean, any three of those guys would, would be would be a nice keeper. It's true. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I'd probably go Lockett in the fourth. I think that's probably the best value there, but that's just me. Sure. Um, so I'll, I'm going to say Teddy loses in the uh, in the championship. Is, is my bold clip already before we even made it to talk about what our predictions are? Yeah, yeah. You know, just you know, I'm 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 throwing it in there now. I'm throwing just, it in there now. Let's just go based off what's going on in our standings right now. We'll go down to Bodie's team. The Malice Mongoose himself. Honestly, the Malice Mongoose is a great contender. Great contender. I think his team is insane. And Rodgers is the best quarterback in football, arguably. Arguably. He's yep. been popping off. Let me look at his numbers right quick to support what I'm about to say. Yeah, he hasn't gotten below 20 since uh, week six. Yep. 
The and guy is huge. Dude, having a quarterback, as I can speak for myself, and having a terrible quarterback every single week, having a quarterback can get you over 20 points a game, huge. Dude, and, and during this span, the, the, the defenses he faced. So Houston and Minnesota are fucking ass. But then he put up a 30-bomb on um, the Niners. Um, on the Jags, he had 26, not a bad defense. On the Colts, the best defense in the league, 22. On Chicago, 25. And then last week, I mean... I mean, fuck the birds. I mean, just Okay, well, we'll go birds forever, but like, let's be honest, they're fucking ass. Yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts is getting the start this week. Finally, finally, for God's sake. Uh, I mean, you just break his team down more. Under Rodgers, he has Chris Carson. Stuck. When he, yeah, like I mean, he's injury prone, but when he's healthy, he pops off. Because I mean, um, like when he, like when he's healthy, he's only at under ten once. Yeah, and then you go to Cream Hunt, stunt. I mean, we got Nick Chubb coming back. It obviously, slows that down. Hunt has, I mean, like he's a must start for sure. Um, but in the in the last three games, Nick Chubb has been back nine, six, and eight. I mean, he could start James White with their wild card because he's a New England running back. I mean, I, I think you have to start Hunt. Yeah. Um, but then obviously, but but then, then the receivers, obviously Tyreek Hill. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously. he's a league winner. He he had sixty with Odell going down. Juice has been popping off too. I mean, obviously, uh, we, dude, I never thought that would happen. And either. honestly, the last time that we were talking about, it, I low key remember and you being like. We like honestly with Odell being out. That was the first week before COVID that we talked. Yeah, you said he wasn't kind of forming into the number one like we thought he would be, and then literally you got COVID, and then last two weeks, bang, he just popped off like he should be. Well, it, it's crazy because like before the last two weeks, his his high in receptions was five, and the last two weeks he had eight. The last two games, one hundred forty three yards and sixty two yards, and then a touchdown in each. Interesting. But like he he just saw a spike immediately. And, like, and, I don't know if it stops. And low-key, it's the Browns, bro. I mean, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, Baker kind of into it, but they're 9-3. and three. I have a big Brown um, to um, – <laughs> a big Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I have a big Brown to talk about in our waiver segment, too. Um, so, so, so hold and on. I mean, right that. underneath uh, Jarvis Landry. Please give me the loudest air horn of all wait, time. Wait, 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 wait. I am so happy to announce a D-double. Dubs, bro. This is the, this is the the most capital letter forty eight five D double dub that I've ever had in my entire fucking life. How many points did Darren Waller have this week? Forty seven. Yeah, a tight end had uh yeah forty seven points. points. Are you fucking kidding, bro? Receptions for two hundred yards and two tutties. Dude, that is out of fucking control. That is literally dude, for a, for for a receiver to do that. I'd be like, wow, that's pretty wild. Like, like fucking Tyreek Hill had had like more than that last like last week, and I was like, wow, that's pretty fucking impressive. A tight end, bro. <laughs> a tight end, dude. That is unbelievable. That's unbelievable. I have to say this, and it's really a point. Bodie is projected as of right now to be the. Uh, in fourth place, the fourth seed, and that's no thanks to Darren Waller because if you take away and put him to average tight end numbers, which is like nine across the board, you have a about 150-point differential over the course of the whole season. That's how good Darren Waller has been for Bodie compared to the tight ends like myself and every other team that's been struggling. Yes. So when I've been bagging on him saying Darren Waller has been a bad keeper – it's a lie. Dude, I don't, I don't even know what week. to say anymore. I mean, he's blowing me away. I did say that he wouldn't pop off. I'm a, that's, that's oh, a stretch. Oh, slab dick for yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's Get tough. your shoes on. Get your shoes on is right. That's an absolute lab, lab for sure. Yeah, I mean, dude, 47 points. points. And that's what I got to say. That's why Bodie is in the playoffs regardless of how this last night finishes up. 
um, because of how much Darren Waller has produced for him. I mean, obviously yeah. he has his studs like Tyler Kill, but those, what's, those that's what studs do. Yeah. Um, having those sideline guys that produce at a high quality are what elevates you to a championship-level team, and that's what Darren Waller has been doing for him. Hear me out. Um, I'm, I'm going to say looking back on it that I won that trade for Michael Thomas um, because Boyd and Connor really haven't even been playing well. You're right. I'm just going to say that. Um, and with the – you can't predict that, but at the time it wasn't really true. But now that it's not – Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, like – Hindsight twenty twenty, like it, it's so easy to to, to I still call this I still would have started Boyd over uh, Devontae Booker personally, but I mean, um, but with Jacobs out, I really <laughs> thought Booker was going to do something. Like he was hot on on at like all the big fantasy guys, and he, like he was a big stardom um, this week. I, I was actually kind of surprised he didn't pop up. I mean, uh, he had sixteen touches going forward for Bodie's keeper. I think it has to be Chris Carson in the third round. Where do you get Hunt? Fourth. Hear me out. If Cream Hunt goes to another team, then I think that's his keeper. But if Cream Hunt stays there, because I, I could see him, go, I could see him like getting a payday somewhere. He also has Tyreek in the second round. Ooh, that's big too. But like, even like, I wouldn't even like say that's a bad keeper there. I think it's got to be one of those guys. If, like he, if Carson Hunter if, Hill, yeah, I mean, losing Tyreek as your second pick, that's not bad at all. Yeah, as well, because he kept the, he kept the doves. I would do Carson because if he does that and he does well, he could have to get Chris Carson, Kamara, Chris Carson, Saquon, Chris Carson, Elliott. That's a that's a crazy one two punch. If you um, he could have Chris Carson and then draft another running back and have a Chris Carson, Chris Carson, Kamara, James Conner, running back trio. I feel you. I mean, um, I think I would really think about going. I mean, like it, it depends on what happens, like where he places it. If he makes the chip. Um, then I think I, I would keep Hill if I were him because then he I, I would keep uh, I would take the first or second pick have an elite running back and have Tyreek Hill yeah and then just fucking roll the dice um, but if he's not then I think that I'd probably take Carson <laughs> <laughs> Darren Waller man wow what a play and you know what it's honestly poetic justice God. for the whole fucking year because literally that was the first fucking pod and about how we bagged on that decision and honestly and bagged on Nick yeah and, and, and bagged on Brandon dude, and Honestly, hyped up Mike and <laughs> just just apologies coming from the Weasel and the Snake. How everyone's human and we all know nothing. I love it. <laughs> uh, we we're all John Snow. We know nothing. We know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we're just dead. We never die. Oh, the Malcolm game. <laughs> the Cleveland trio. So let's slither on down like a snake. Oh, wait, hold on. Um, are we not doing predictions? Or are we doing predictions after? We're going to predictions after. We okay. get everyone out of the playoffs. Because we right. know we're just going to shimmy on away because that's how it goes. Okay. And we go right down to the next person, which is uh, the surpriser of the, all the underdog, 7-5, and five, the mini ha The problem of the holiday the and Jody Sheldon's bowling alley. alley. The colonel, the, the lieutenant, um, our class president. president. Who took a break. Our, our soldier out yeah, there in the woods, woods surviving. Yeah. Currently, he's not with us. We don't know what he's doing. Um, this is an iconic squad. Um, I will remember this team until the end of time, and I hope to God that Nick Barton wins the championship. And I have to say, since he's making the playoffs, I hope to God he fucking is too. Because I cannot write a more poetic and most beautiful saying. This team's awful. Bro, this team is so bad. Bro, it's just the consistency of just enough to pop off. He really beat Jake this week. He beat a team that's so good that I would literally be like, yeah, it's over. 
with it before even looking at it. That's how good Jake's team is. And they beat him. It's And I have to say it's hats off to Patrick Mahomes. We bad down at being a second pick, and we all were like, what the fuck is he doing? But he is the most consistent and the highest, one of the highest scoring players in fantasy. And honestly, and, and, and his starting two running backs are both just absolute staples of this league in their own right. Starting with Todd Gurley. So, so Todd Gurley... Um, Number one draft pick, not anyone's keeper. Took him in the eighth pick. Um, was honestly fucking insane all year. It was literally a top, like, five to eight running back range all year. Granted, now he's bad. He's bad again. And and that's fine. But this dude, like, we, we shat on that pick and made fun of it and laughed out loud. And then... Nick laughs his way to um, probably like a, a, a top three seat. And, uh, yeah, and he's going to make the playoffs. Yeah. And um, I have to add on this, the more of the freaking outstanding shit is the guy right below him, the chest tattoo, J.D. McKissick. And I can't even believe that this man, he's just a reception beast. He was he was uh, the Minnehaha's second leading scorer of the league of 17. This man got 10 receptions against Pittsburgh. For 70 yards. He got eight res- rushing yards as a running back, bro. He had eight rushing and yards. And I can't disrespect that because I have Kamara and it's low the same thing. But, like, it's honestly, dude, what a steal, what a pickup as the chest tattoo. And that's why you got to say hats off for Nick picking that up, especially with Gibson popping off. Who would have known that J.D. McKissick would have been doing as well as he has been? No, that's facts. Um, his receiving core has been a mess. Um, Calvin Ridley was the one for, like, long stretches of the year. Now he's the eleven. Um, Juju has been bad, and now he's kind of up and down. He ran, he has Brandon Cooks now. Yeah, and I see Juju in. That's only because Robbie Anderson has had a bye this week, and I think he's going to yeah. come back. And with both, like I said, both of those Panthers wide receivers being hurt, Robbie Anderson is going to drop a 40 bomb. Yeah, like all the guys on his team that were good in the beginning have started to drop off. That being said, though, like there's like weird like instances of like he could do this. He's been doing it all year. Um, yep. Especially when you see his team is such powerful as Jake's not producing as well. Yeah. You, you really think it could be anyone's game? Obviously, not out of times times Jake's team would win, but you never know. All you need is one win. Yeah. All you need is one upset. And like Buse, losing record champion last year. You never know. You never know with this team, especially since it made the playoffs. Avi is good enough to win. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think we're going to see what happens here for sure. He has the cold. And now I look at this there. and I look at it deep and I say, who the hell is his keeper? Uh, and I see, and I see two. Okay, Calvin really was fourth round. Okay, that's that's maybe, maybe my second is Robbie Anderson, which was the eighth. I could see him keep Mahomes. Mahomes in the second round. It's Nick. I could see him keep Mahomes for sure. Obvi- obviously, Juju was third. No, Calvin was fourth. So maybe Calvin. I don't know. I mean, it's think about all the trades that Nick has done. He had Evan Ingram and James White, unless he dropped him. Shady McCoy. No, thank you. Shady McCoy. 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 Shady yeah, I think maybe a UMBC right. thing, but after the first round, it's just gonna die out. Yeah. Um, that being said, I think the keeper is gonna be uh, Robbie Anderson, bro. Um. So, so up next, so let's just was... slither on. Let me fucking talk about. It. <laughs> so for obviously, like we said, it was a five team, four team race for five. It was a five team race for four spots, and the fi- five teams were Teddy, Bodie, Nick, myself, and Brandon. Those are the five teams. 
We were all uh, Teddy, Bodie, Nick, and myself were all seven and five, and Brandon was six and six. And it was all a fight because if you lost and Brandon won, you were out. Yep. It all came down to who won and lost. And as it turned out, if I was to lose and Brandon was to win and people scored more points than me all this week, I would have been eliminated. And ladies and gentlemen, that's how I fucking went. And, I, <laughs> and literally, when I was on the weasel's nest, I was literally talking about how I am one win away, one win away from becoming a first-round buy. Yep. Love to see it. Love to see it. And I didn't win that week. And then when I said, okay, if I win two out of my next three, I'll solidify my spot. And then it was over. It was Just like that. fucking over. Through your fingertips. I think in my last four weeks, I went one and three. And that, I think I was six and two at one time. I can't even fucking probably pull it up, but I don't even want to look at myself. I've lost two. I've lost two in a row now, before this week, and I'm about to lose again. So I'm about to lose three times in a row. And that's what the Cinda, that's what that's how it works. So I'm just going to break down my team. It's been nice. Hope you find your paradise. Toby! Hey! Weasel's going away. See ya. See ya later. Okay, that being said, we'll go on Brandon's team so we can talk about the last team that's going into playoffs, which will be the last. This is the sixth seed. Um, maybe there'll be some differences when it comes out points for points against for those teams that are all seven and five. Mm-hmm. But this is definitely the sixth team that's going to be making playoffs. Yep. Honestly, not really talked about this whole year on our fantasy podcast. Brandon is one of the only people that have not been on our podcast. But I honestly think that this team is something to look at. Not to be alone that this man has Boston Scott and how Boston Scott is still being put on a starting lineup to this day. Boston Scott. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Boston Scott. He has a great quarterback with Deshaun Watson. 20 points. Henderson from the Rams. I'm nervous about that. You know, I, I want to talk about that for a second. The, the, the Rams backfield we've been talking about all mm-hmm. year. Cam Akers has been a fucking revelation the last three weeks. Yep. I, I called him a league winner. He's not going to be a league winner, but he's sitting on my team. And I'm not winning the fucking league. Right. Let's just call a spade a spade. Yep. Um, Daryl Henderson still um, managed to have um, three rushes for 49 yards in a TD. Had a 38-yard scamper. I don't know what this means for him going forward. That being said, if DeAndre Swift can come back in for Brandon, I think this team is formidable as hell, to say the least. Um... I, I, I think it comes down to the receivers. Um, Devonta Adams is a god and is the second-best receiver in fantasy. I think he's playing better than that. I think he's not going to go below 20 points for the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, look at his last. I mean, 45, 30, 34, 18, 24, 18, 35, 42. Yeah, nuts, nuts. I mean, how many points does he average a week? 20, 27. Yeah, yeah. The only reason he's not won is because he missed two weeks. Yep. So, I mean, he's been absolutely dominant. Um... Terry McLaurin is going to be a fucking stud, and the only reason he's not a top ten receiver is because his team sucks. Yep, he didn't play well last week, but last week was only his second week of single digits. Um, he's just like um, a solid like eighteen to like twenty five point score. Um, like I, I, I saw this shit where like he's like a leader in the locker room too, which is like a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like like if you're like a leader of the squad, then like I feel like that that ups you in my mind too. Yep. Um, I think like like down the stretch like. That team could like he even he even hit their stride a little more. I think McLaurin's a stud, and then Jameson Crowder has been honestly dropping random ass bombs all year. Like, and I gotta say, you skipped right over the tight end, low key, and I, with Travis Kelsey. I mean, the guy has gotten below ten once. The heart and soul. I mean, lo- that that's that, like I said, it's much like Darren Waller because he is the only tight end that's outscored Darren Waller this year. Yeah. And having that 
extra points from a position that nobody else has. It's one thing to have one of the six quarterbacks, but it's nothing like having one of the two tight ends. Especially with injuries and Kittle going down. And those two tight ends average 15 points more a week. You know how much money, you know how many games were decided by less than 15 points this week? A week, you know? You know that's what I'm saying. And everyone trashes on tight ends. I hear Jason Conner saying tight ends don't matter. Tight ends bullshit. No. Every player matters when a player could drop 40. The tight end strat, it, it's making me really think. Um, well, you have to draft three because Nick's making <laughs> And you shook my hand, so that has to happen. No, dude, I, I'm sticking to my word. I don't care if it's the 12th, 13th, and 14th. I don't care if it's the 12th, 13th, and 14th. But it has to be three. You know, it has I, to be three. I, I'm a man of my word. I, I, I would not make a, a shallow bet. So you know, I'll I'm tell doing, you right now, if you're right next to me in a draft and I see Travis Kelsey's right there, I will intentionally pick him so you can't get a good one off the Dude, bat. slap dick. But, but, but honestly, here was my, my – the next word out of my mouth was like, these tight ends are going off so much this year, it makes me want to pick one early day. <laughs> I will make sure that you have to, you're going to pick your first round because you're not going to pick Travis Kelsey first. That'd be dumb. So then you pick him on the back and then I'll just pick him up because I also think the same thing. I don't think you're gonna. I think your pick's gonna be like like before mine. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, that, that's, that's later stuff. Anyway, let's just continue digging down Brandon's team. I think this is a huge playoff contender. I actually think he is gonna win. I said that before. I think this team is gonna continue to just dominate, especially if Swift comes back. Hear me out. Look all the way at the bottom of his team. Who's on the IR? Joe Mixon. Joey fucking mixtape is. It could be coming back next week. Yep, and that's the only hole with Boston Scott. I mean, you can ha- say Henderson's a hole, but you never know with him dropping fifteen last week. I mean, it, it it does make me wonder. I just don't. I still don't know why he um, traded away Miles Sanders. I still don't get low key is other tight end. Mike Kosicki got twenty four last week. So yeah, it's slap take to everyone. Yeah, big fact. Uh, who do you think his keeper's gonna be? Let me pull up his fucking draft. Order. Um, Blackout Brand Devontae Adams is first. Travis Kelsey was second. Corey Sutton, who he doesn't have anymore. Where did McLaurin get get taken? I think um, uh, Proc drafted Proc him. Proc drafted him in the fifth. That's a good pick. Uh, I love McLaurin. I could see him keeping Kelsey in the second. True. Um, I think Kelsey too. has a lot of value. Deshaun um, Watson, he got in the fifth. Um, I don't think so. He had Swift in the fourth. If Swift is going to pop off next year, I don't know how well. I, I mean, if I was him, I think I would keep Swift. He also got Henderson in the tenth. That's yeah, a keeper. I, I think Cam Akers is the interesting guy there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I I think McLaurin in the fifth or Swift in the fourth both have a lot of value. Right. Um, I don't know. Um, Brandon, like, he's an interesting out. Like, he really is. He's put up, like, 170, 180 a couple times. Yeah, I think his team's good enough to do that again. And, and we literally called him, like, the auto-draft king in the beginning. Yeah. And, like, well, we've been proved wrong yet again. All right, let's just swing on right down to the beginning of the loser's bracket at the top of it, which is moi. Of course, because I'm the fucking biggest loser. Yeah, let's swing through these quick, and, and, and then we'll do um, predictions. Yep. I will just go off my team. My quarterback struggle continues. I dropped Dubreeze because he was hurt for some reason. I don't know why I didn't just keep him on my bench. So I had two starting this week after Matt Stafford, who I had starting the previous two weeks, didn't do anything. And how that slapped me right back in the face because Matt Stafford got almost 30, and Tua barely got 15 because he got 16 points. You follow with Jubri's ring out right below that Kamara who was getting me 30. You are talking so fast right now. You are oh, really? T- I'm yes. sorry. You are talking I'm sorry. so I'm fast. I'm so locked in to my I know. thing. I know. So you yeah. literally go this to Kamara. sucks. I'm sorry. I'm so pissed off. Literally going to Kamara who with Jubri's being out has just dropped off immensely. Taysom Hill just won't throw him the ball. Yeah, but Taysom Hill just fucking runs the ball himself. 
exactly. Exactly. So he's only getting you know regular average, about a little bit above average because he's a, a better than above. <coughs> he's better than just an average player, so he's getting 17 points a game. Sure, sure. I wish it was more. And you could just go right below to the dumpster fire, which I won't fully admit that yet. But Raheem Monster Cheese has just not been doing it for me. I needed him to pop off this past week, and he didn't. He only got 5.3. Disgustingly bad. Please talk to me about Adrian Peterson and the take you had two weeks ago. Please. Adrian, I'm trying to forget what my take is. Uh, you had a take two weeks ago that he was going to have 16 points or more. You, you know what he had that week? What? 1.8. And then you know what he's had the last two weeks? 17.5 and 17.7. And you want to know something crazy? I literally saw this thing literally right after I said in the group chat, wow, AP just got two touchdowns in one game. And then a stat literally popped up on my feed on Instagram saying, AP first 10 games, two touchdowns. Today, two touchdowns. And I literally was like, that's my season. There he is. That's yeah, my season. I honestly can't wait um, for you to um, keep accidentally starting and not starting AP the next three weeks um, all the way into the Gunsfall Circle when you come in last. Yeah, that's the thing. Should I start Raheem next week or should I start AP? I'm not giving you one speck of advice. I want to watch you squirm because this is hilarious that you didn't make the playoffs either. This is hilarious. This is hilarious. I, your team is, is, is not the worst team in this grouping by far. No way. Because you have Avon Kamara, Thielen, um, and Cup has played pretty well too. And, we have random guys that can pop. And Chark that could be good too. And right. honestly, AP got 17. Uh, that being said, though, we're all here for a reason. <laughs> we are where we are for a reason. Um, and for God's sakes, if you start fucking Tua Tagovailoa over Matt Stafford again, unless it's like a really bad matchup. It was, dude. Matt Stafford was playing Chicago, and he wasn't playing good for the past two weeks. So, and okay. Tua was playing Cincinnati. I was like, ah, why so, not? So let's see for next week. So Stafford is playing Green Bay. Yeah, I don't know again. So, and so. Tua is playing the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm probably going to start Matt Stafford. Please start Matt Stafford. <laughs> I will when it's time. Anyway, Please. so I don't know who I'm going to have for my keeper. I'm looking at – I was looking at the cheese, but then I was like, fuck, that's not it. He sucks. So I honestly don't know. I was maybe thinking Kamara at the 1, at the 12 pick like you did. But I don't like the way that works. I could do Thielen at the 2, but that seems like a waste. I could do Shepard at my 8. Mm, maybe just to – Danny Jones loves Shepard. I'm, I mean, hear me out. Um, wh- when did you get Ertz? 50th, what'd that be? Fifth round. Because, I mean, if, if he goes to another team, because he's going to go to he's not going to stay in Philly. Right. If he goes to another team, he can pop. I mean, it's a... It's a, it's it's a Darren a, Waller type of move. It's a bold tight end pick. Wait, but if you have him? the lack of another option. Where did they get him? If it was the fifth. I got him the fifth. I mean, um, it's interesting. Um, like maybe he goes to Green Bay, or maybe he goes like like to like to a really high powered offense, That's right? And right. then and then like pops off, you know, like like you never know. Like hopefully he'll make a decision before we get to that spot. Yeah, exactly. So like he, he's an option for that. Um, right, I see. don't think that you'll be in the Gunsfall circle. Thank you. Let's slither on down to a D one's finest is my next one, and I actually think that uh, this guy is a contender for the Gunsfall circle, in my opinion. Uh, his team is horrifying on paper. I don't know how he's not in the playoffs. <laughs> but um, you, you think you think he should be in the playoffs? No. Um, I mean, like it's like his team and Brandon's team are like, I, I, and honestly, your team. I, th- I think he has the players like to get there, but they're, they're like there are some glaring weaknesses in the squad and right. injuries of hurt. 
Um, I mean, Kyler's been an absolute fucking goat. He's been insane this year. He's the number two quarterback in fantasy. Um, Derrick Henry's been a god. He had he had the worst week he's had all year this week. Um, only had six, but he's but I mean he's he's been the um the he's the third best running back in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, David Montgomery, the dumpster fucking fire. dumpster fire himself, had twenty seven this week. Has weed was his way to the top ten running backs in the league. Yes, um, Keenan Allen's the four receiver. Um, I like Lazard. Lazard it's, I mean, it's a tough call. Um, I mean, he has he's been, yeah. I mean, like he um like uh, Lazard's been hurt all year. Um, but like he's been okay. Since he had a start. I mean, he has Slayton, who's iffy, especially with Cole McCoy being the backup of Daniel Jones starting, and Chris Godwin had a bye, so we had to start Lazard. And Godwin's hurt all the fucking time. Yeah. Um. So I mean, if Godwin plays, then his team is solid. Um. But, um. I think the the, the trade he did with me, who did he give me? He gave me, um, Devontae Freeman and Tyler Boyd for Moss second. and Singletary. Yep. I think I won that trade too. Yeah, I mean, Singletary's not terrible, but he's just not putting up the best numbers. Moss kind of overtook the job for a second, and now Moss sucks, and yeah. now they both suck. I don't know. Oh, um, and for the Bills, too, I want to talk about this when we talk about Jake's team. Their next couple games are fucking tough, bro. Um, the, the, the next three weeks, which are playoff weeks, um, Pittsburgh, Denver, New England. Those are probably three top five to six defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Jake has Josh Allen. I have Diggs. Who the fuck cares? So who do you think is going to be his keeper? He kept Kyler Murray last year. He he picked um, Derrick Henry first round. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen went the fourth, third or fourth. Keenan Allen fourth probably picked. It's got to be Keenan Allen. Yeah, Dude, I remember him pick. dropping like so far. And if I wasn't picking six running backs in a row, I probably would have picked him. It's true. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's just drop right down to the honestly the sad story of Proc, who should could have won if he made the playoffs. <laughs> this team is insane. Oh. I mean, Taysom Hill at QB. I, I mean, I, I mean, he could start Goff, too. Who's honestly, it's doing pretty good. He has Eckler and, and Miles Sanders as his one-two running back. He, honestly, he could have started Gaskin, who's been insane, <laughs> and Duke Johnson. Uh, I mean, his team's just been David insane. Johnson. David Johnson, my fault. And he could have started any of those guys. And then you go right to his wide receivers with Julio, honestly a stud. Allen Robinson's been a stud this year. The Hawk, who's been insane. <laughs> I mean, any of the Pittsburgh dudes. Dude, even Corey Davis has had a couple bombs and, this year. I mean, pick any of the Pittsburgh wide receivers. He chose Deontay Johnson. He, he got 21 points a game. This, I mean, he's been popping off, too. Yo, a quick fun fact about Corey Davis. Other than against Chicago, where I don't even know what he played. He's had double digits every single week that he's played. Wow. Um, but, yeah, Proc's team is, like, this is a playoff team. This team should be the sixth. This this team should no doubt be the the, the sixth team. I think. Yeah. I think that this uh, yeah. is this is or maybe even higher. Uh, and like this yeah. is like the best team that didn't make the playoffs. Yep. Well, again, I think this happened last year too. Yeah. Like Proc, like I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of good teams that didn't make the playoffs this year. I'd say mine's one of them. Yeah, I don't think it is. I I I, I think it is. Like like this is like there was a definitive like three worst teams in the league. Yeah. Like, you buy points for there's a big drop. Yeah. And that's okay. Okay. Uh, that being that. said, I think his keeper, because I believe since somebody kept them last year, you can't keep them this Eckler year. Eckler and Sanders both got kept, so you can't keep either So you can't keep them. So I got to go with Julio, and Julio went to him second. You could do that. Um, and that's literally the, like that's that. it. That's it. Mm. You could do Gaskin. I mean. I don't even know where Gaskin got picked. Probably got picked up. If that team Yeah, he got pick. picked up. Yeah, and, um, I mean, Gaskin got. I'm picked up, so maybe if his ADP is 40, he could get like a seventh round pick. I think but he has to be like more like ADP is like five, actually. So then eight, yeah, so I mean, even better. I mean, there's no obvious pick here. 
I'm like, where did he get Allen Robinson? I think he got him early, too. Yeah, he got him early. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, he has a decision to make. Deontay Johnson, maybe? No, nah, he's not. He's not like Juju to be a clear set next year for targets, you know? I, I mean, uh, he was picked, though, in, like, round, like, nine. I mean, like, like that is just value for, like, that late. It's true. I don't know. Um, like, he definitely has He's definitely going to be drafted for round eight, Deontay Johnson. Yeah. But I feel like he's going to be, like, a fourth or fifth or fifth, sixth round pick next year. I don't know. I, like, I think... I feel bad for Proc. I, honestly was, I thought he was going to be the dark horse this year and win it all. I don't know. So that was yeah. my prediction. That was my dark horse prediction. Hey, I, I, I called him before the year, like, like the, the best fantasy player, one of the best fantasy players. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know if he's let us down. I think he's let us down a little bit. You know, he had that... He has won. He's one of only three... He's one of only two people that have won. That's right. The the champion circle is he's small. Won 50% he's won fifty percent of the time. Now he's about to be thirty three. But you know, honestly, I like though that he didn't make the playoffs because like like I don't want someone to win two championships because that means it's going to take me two years minimum to catch up to that. Person. Yeah, true. I'd rather have an, an, uh, another different winner. That's why I hope Buse doesn't win again. Yes. Yeah, so it's Buse, and then who is our? It's Proc Buse, and, and that's it. We've only had two years. This is our third. Oh, okay. Okay. So I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So Proc. Um. Definitely not a Glens Falls Circle guy, I don't think. I'd be very shocked. And then, um... I'm, Let's just shimmy right on down to it. You, yourself. Go ahead, sir. Well, my year was, um... Uh, unfortunate, to say the least. <laughs> I went with a bold shred, um of the six running backs in a row. Kept McCaffrey. Um, which, when he played for me, was elite. Was a god. Daddy Christian treated me well. Um, but that was three weeks. Um, my team was grief stricken, COVID stricken, trade stricken. Um, and that led to me being a bottom three team in the league. Um, I think though right now, some random guys are hitting their stride for fucking no reason at all. Other than keeping me out of the Glens Falls. No, honestly, for every reason at all, it's what they should be doing the whole fucking year. Yeah, no, you're right. Dude, I have, my team is deep as shit. Um, even with losing fucking McCaffrey and with Will Fuller out for the year, um, like Derek Carr put up a thirty bound this week for no reason. Jonathan Taylor now is just like playing well. Honestly, that's how it should be done. Giving it to Hines all the time was just not the answer. Dude, if ridiculous. Jonathan Taylor was playing well, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do any other you trades. Remember, you literally remember you li- remember you talking about it in one of the po- podcasts. You're like, give him the ball, yes. and he'll produce. And look at he's done it twice. Dude, he yeah. was my untouchable all year look, he, for when, this when, reason. Literally, when you give him eleven, six, and seven, he's not going to get over ten. But when you see him that he's giving over. 10 touches, he's exactly. getting over 10 points. Exactly. Like you said, if you want him, you got to use him. You have to, like, in order for your good players to play well, they have to get the ball. Exactly. So he's been playing well. Fucking Dobbins in my flex, bro. Dobbins in my, dude, dude, 13. And he had, like, what, like 20 or something last week, or 18 yep. last week. Like, these guys are hitting their stride way too late. And Loki and Lamar, too. That's why Dobbins has been doing better. Lamar's coming back into stride. He yeah. got over 20 points in fantasy this Dude, past week. E- even on my bench, I have fucking Brandon Ayuk at 20, who's been playing well all year. Cam Akers, who I fucking have, 16. But, like, Debo's been playing well since he's back. I have Big Digsy, 20. Oh, by the way, Jake texted me and, and told me he wished he traded me D-Hop instead of Diggs. So I could have gotten D Hop. <laughs> you know how many you know how many freaking trades I've tried to make with Jake for D Hop and he's like, nah, he's too much. <laughs> he's too much. I think I willed it down to like Ronald Jones and D Hop for Kamara. Because I wanted the keeper. And he did he wouldn't take it. He wouldn't Bro, take it. Control. That's out of control. I mean, he kept the squad intact all year. I think he just wanted to pounce on like the deal that I gave him, which makes sense. But um my team I mean, 
like Diggs is my keeper for now, but if like Taylor or Dobbins or Akers really, really start to pop off, like like really hit like a next level, right. maybe I keep them. And you're, I still have right. Saquon. And, that, and that's too. no slight to the trade that you make because honestly, when you made the trade, Jonathan Taylor was garbage, and so it was J.K. Dobbins. And, and Diggs was the number one, literally, literally the number, number one receiver in fantasy. So no one can bag on that trade because of this. And I have Saquon like on the IR who I could randomly keep too. So exactly. I'm like. Since I'm not making the playoffs, um, like like taking playoffs out of the equation, I really enjoy where, where my team is right now. It, like like if that makes any sense. Sure, I, I feel like they're hitting for the their future. Stri- yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't um, think you're gonna be in the circle. You think you're gonna be set up for next year. Exactly, gonna- exactly. And that's honestly once you make the playoffs, it needs to be your mindset. Yeah, I low key wish you could trade now for keepers almost. So you're the best deal for what? I wish we could trade draft picks, which I think might also be on the list on the ballot. That's like, a great thing to talk about in the future. But shimming right down to. Mike Higgins' team, which I'm just so pissed. If he stays in the league. The yeah. O'Higgins duo at the bottom of the yeah, league, yeah, starting with Mike. Um, I, mean, I mean, somehow Ryan Tannehill with 29 points right off the bat last week. I mean, honestly, I think he's just fighting for a QB spot. I mean, Tannehill's kind of been consistent for the past couple weeks, but I just don't see him being reliable for the future. No. Um, Hines is Same way. bad. Goldman, I think, is a good player. 135 yards last week. The Giants are low-key on a four-game winning streak. Didn't play well. Um, yeah. Amari Cooper is solid. Um, Cole Beasley. Um, Fuck you. Just absolutely man- manslaughtered you. Fuck you, Cole. I played Mike, and that's the reason why he beat me and Cole Beasley beat me. Yeah. Cole Beasley knocked the Weasel out of playoffs. Nine, rece- nine receptions, 130 yards, and a TD. Yeah, on, literally. On I was your watching, fucking head, bitch. I was watching the game, and it, like, something popped up, and it says Cole Beasley, 130 yards, personal record. And I was like, yep. fuck off. Well, like, yeah. I, I couldn't. You know? Welcome to the uh, the untouchables, pussy. Yeah. And, and, and now we're all battling. For, and now you're going to be seeing Mike again, battling for the circle. Yeah, potentially. Um. Mike's team as well. I mean, Chubb is solid. Gallman, solid. Cooper, solid. Cole Beasley, who the fuck knows? Um, Mike's team went wrong when he drafted um, Fournette um, in the second. And and who also got cut, I think, a day after the draft. And then um, just Chubb got hurt all year. Um, and, and then he drafted, like... Mad like rookie receivers. Yep. I, I didn't like. I didn't really get that. Like he was trying to do what I was doing with the running backs with the receivers. Like Judy wasn't that good. Like Lamb's been okay. Um, I don't know. I, I think Lamb is a keeper option for him moving forward for sure. Um, but yeah, Mike's team not great. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like CD Lamb, what a hundred. I mean, who does he keep? I mean, Wayne. I mean, Seagram's gonna be back. So Wayne Gallon's not gonna be yeah, his guy. No. I mean, you can keep him. Mario, would he get him third round? Third round with Amari, Ch- maybe? Check C.D. Lamb. Oh, that's deep. He thinks he was like 103. It's like... Eighth, ninth. Uh, I feel like, to me, that'd be a no-brainer to pick him. Um, you think he's that me. good? Um, for that round, yeah. I okay. do. Uh, I think he's only going to get better. This is only his rookie year. I'm I think he's definitely a contender for the circle. Obviously, I think he's one of uh, two people that I think will be in the circle. I think the number one contender for the circle, though, is... um, <laughs> At least yeah. he's trying. Yeah, Nine. I mean, last year he came in last place. Here we are again. No shocker, no change. At least he's trying. Honestly, I think the way to the top if you want to rake and Roche. And, I mean, every week it just looks more and more disgusting. It's just terrible. I mean, he's just Aaron Jones and then just random guys that if they pop off, he could win. But if they don't, he won't. Like, just this is like another reason why. Team, like, yeah. like, like, we have a 12-team league, but this is a team that I feel like I would see in my 14-team league. 
Exactly. It's like not very good. Exactly. Unfortunately. And you want to know what? When this team pops off, it will drop 180, and that's what he did to me two weeks ago. <laughs> and that's another reason why I'm not in the playoffs. Like, he has that's Chase so Claypool, funny. which can get you 30, 40 points a game, or even 20. And then you got Justin Jefferson, who got 28, and he's actually becoming, becoming one of the better wide receivers in the league. And I'm sorry that I uh, made a terrible trade, but he, Justin Jefferson is actually the sixth best receiver in fantasy. Yeah, I drafted him in the 14th round. And that's so. if that's not your keeper, Matt Higgins, I don't know what's good for you. Yep. But you also got to say he's got Aaron Jones, which is pretty good. Um, Chase Edmonds. I mean, he, him and Kenny and Drake split. Big Ben is his QB, kind of disgusting. He, just, he just doesn't have stars. He has Jefferson and Jones, and, and that's has, it. He has Mike Evans that was on a bye. I mean, but even Mike Evans hasn't been popping off. Mm, no, I mean, like, he's played well. Um, but, I mean, his team just has no stars. And, like, everyone's boring. And I feel like his cap is, like... I mean, like, he has a high ceiling, but, like, he's really hovering around the floor a lot, a lot yeah. more. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Madigan is, is the number one circle candidate. I do. Yeah. And I honestly think, since that we can, like, roll, that he's obviously going to keep Justin Jefferson going forward. Maybe Chase Claypool, if he was drafted later. I don't even know. I can see if he was. If he was. If he wasn't drafted, which I don't think he is. Can you pull that up? He was picked up. So, yeah. He probably just trades to his, his, what is it? ADP, is that what it was? ADP, yeah. He's going to be probably like a fifth, sixth round. Yeah, Justin Jefferson at the 14th is a fucking steal. Yeah, and I think that's, if he doesn't keep that, obviously that's what it is. That being said, I think we should just go on predictions for who's going to be in last place first. I think it's going to be Matt Higgins at the end of the day, but I think it's going to be Matt Higgins, Zach Aarons, because Zach Aarons' luck in this league has always been trash, and I think it's just going to okay. continue. Uh, I'm going to go Matt Higgins or me. Really? You think it's just poetic justice is going to happen? Yeah, I can see it being me. Just because, like, yeah, just poetic justice sake, I just feel like it could just be me. Sure. 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 Not afraid to say it. All right. That being said, we'll go right to the projections. We'll just break down a little bit of who we think is going to win each round or who do you think is just going to advance. Let's just go with, um, like, who do you think, like, the the first out of the playoffs would be. Um, So, so... First of all, who has the bye? So it's Buse and Jake. And Jake. So it's gonna who's going to be the first two out of the playoffs? So the, 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 game, the games are going to be since Teddy won this week, right? Teddy won. It's going to be tough to do the matchup. Oh, Teddy lost. Oh, yeah. So we don't, I don't know the matchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, let's just let, – so the four of them. So it's going to be Teddy, Bodie, Brandon, and Nick. That's a fucking – Bloodbath. Yeah, I think Nick's gonna be immediately knocked out, like you said. And I actually think that um, Bodie's team is gonna have a lull, and it's gonna be knocked out as well. It's gonna be Teddy and Brandon moving forward. And I think the matchup—that's just how it's gonna be. I think. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go. I think Teddy's team continues to lull. Um, I think I'm gonna go Bodie and Brandon. Um, I mean, that's I, good. I, I mean yeah. it'd be one or the other. Yeah, I, I I just think that um that the Bodie's team is carried by Tyreek Hill. I think Tyreek Hill carries him in, and I think Brandon's team just like hits their stride. I mean, the only caveat with Brandon is like his second running back or both his running backs. That being um, said, yeah. If that being said, if that is the case, if you do bring Bodie and Brandon to it, that means it'd be Jake versus Brandon and Buse versus Bodie. I'm gonna go Jake and Bodie in the chip. Jake Bodie chip. I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Uh, Brandon, Jake in the chat. Okay. And I think it's gonna be abuse versus um, Bodie, and uh, not. I don't have Bodie going. I have Brandon and Teddy. So Teddy versus 
Jake. In the chip? No. Teddy versus Okay, Beers. okay. You need to restart because you just said every single team's name. No, listen. So if I said I'm bringing Teddy and Brandon to my final two against Jake and Buse for a final four, if you will. You know what I'm saying? So the semifinal is Jake, Teddy, Buse, Brandon. Okay. Okay. Now, that being said, Jake will face Brandon in the semifinal, if that's the case, and Teddy will face Buse. So obviously my final cannot be that. So my final would have to be, and I have to say it, is going to be Teddy versus Brandon. Mm, who wins and why? I think Brandon wins the whole thing. I think his team is a powerhouse, Brian. I mean, it's insane. His wide receiver death is insane. I think his running back, if Johnny Swift comes back, is going to be – he's he's good. I think he's set. Deshaun Watson, quarterback, that's another 25 bomb a week. I think he's I think he's got it in the bag. And I, he is the, – the running backs are scary, bro. It's true. I know. It, it, the, I'm looking at it now and just like Boston Scott and fucking Daryl Henderson – um, is very different than DeAndre Swift and Joe Mixon. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I mean, well, I, I, I like Brandon, but... There's a reason why he scored the most points out of everyone else's team. He's the highest most... He has the highest points for it. No, he doesn't. Weasel moment. Buse does. The commission does. Oh, shit. Second highest. Damn it. Uh, what the fuck is new, bro? Uh, We've been gone for so long and nothing's new. Nothing's new. Wow. Um, That's the way they kind of like end it. <laughs> so you say who's your winner? Uh, Jake's my winner, actually. I said he was going to lose, but in the chip, but Jake's my winner. Against two? Against Bodie. Jake takes it home, and I played a very integral role in that. Um, so, that was a nice little uh, preview. Good to be back. Yeah, literally. Um, look for us, actually, uh, on a, at a new home on a different, on a different pod real quick. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep that under wraps till, uh. Till this uh, this pod wants to come out with some advertising, but yeah, we're we're doing a little uh, um, um, a little bit of a collaboration. So look out for that. Um, playoffs yeah, coming out. Yeah, look on the social media for it. Yep. Um, as like, give us a share, give us a listen, tell your friends. Um, big playoffs coming. Um, big um, big circle push. Um, you know, we're battling to see who's going to be. Uh, yeah, it's going to be big. Follow along because honestly, who does who can't wait to see everyone in the. That one person in the Guns Falls circle, circle in an outfit of our choosing. Um, we're doling out money. We're gonna be doing more sipping and smoking soon. Sipping and smoking. Um, so you know, um, a lot to look forward to. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I'm COVID free and immune for at least six months, as the CDC says. So <laughs> we're home free. Um, um, I'm not. You're not. I haven't had it yet. Thank the Lord. Uh, yep. Yeah, you know, uh, knock on wood. Cross your fingers. Wouldn't wish it upon anybody. So we're here. And uh, if you, again, if you don't follow us, follow us. Give us a share. Throw us out on your social media. Let us know. Give us a listen for the future podcast that we will be on. We're doing a little collab, like That's we right. said. Be on the lookout. That being said, I am the weasel. I'm the snake. And uh, see you later.